Welcome, welcome. I'm Morgan Davy of Diceratops Presents. Welcome to another mini episode coming up in this episode. An adventurer needs advice and Randy Dwarf is ready. More D20 questions with Stephen Youngblood talking to Jules Bergeser and our first visit to the rumour table. But before all that... We have an upcoming show on Friday night, March the 6th at 10pm. This is our show for the Wellington Fringe Festival 2020 and it's called D&D Live When Dwarves Cry. You can expect a sexy short prince in purple who just wants your extra time and your wits because quick wits are what you need to survive when dwarves cry. This is our first show on the main stage at BATS. We want to fill it up with people who aren't afraid to cheer on Natural 20. Please come along. Please tell your friends. There'll be a ticket link in the show notes. All right, listeners, now it's time for a little bit of advice from your friend, Randy the Hill Dwarf. I don't know why you'd say that. Oh, and this is another Over the Hill with Randy. And uh, and Bracken. And we're back with um, our advice column, um, which is where Randy gives you good and, advice. And Bracken. I call it Randvice. And Bracken. So this question comes from uh, Del. Uh, he says, Dear Randy, I'm a human rogue Ooh. in Faerun. My party has abandoned me in Fandelver to run the pub that I didn't even want to buy. Oh, lucky. They make me so mad. Please help me, Randy. And Bracken. Well, Del, you you have a pub. I love pubs. You might have heard me refer, refer to recently how much I actually love beer. That is why I like pubs. Pubs sell beer. Your party abandoning you to drink more beer seems like my idea of retirement. Randy, you said that I would come over and you would make me a beer, and I haven't had my beer yet. Oh, right. I thought I had an extra drink. But to your question, uh, have you thought about maybe um, using the first pub as kind of a, an investment, and then you sell the beer, to, and then once you get the money from the beer, buy another pub, and then you could have multiple pubs? Would, would that solve your problem? Again... I keep waiting for an answer. <laughs> you can have an answer from me. I think that's great advice. I do like lots of beer, more beer, more pubs. Um, I'll tell you what, Del. Why don't you? Why don't I come down and visit your beer, your pub? You can buy me a beer, and that way, it's a good business model, and everybody wins. Yes, that is how business works. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I hope that helped. Our next question is from Triana, who is a weaponsmith. Weaponsmith, is that a thing? I didn't... Yes, it's someone that makes weapons. Oh, right. I thought it was like some kind of, like, fancy weird surname, like Triana Weaponsmith. It, I mean, it's it's possi- possibly will become a surname at some point. You know, like, my name, surname is Dwarf. Is it? Yes, I'm Randy Dwarf. Ah. Oh, I had not clocked that. I'm sorry. That's... All this time. All this time. You have a castle. You didn't understand my surname was Randy Dwarf. I have a coat of arms on my shield with Dwarf on it. So why would you not think that that's a surname? Well, I thought it was a surname. Okay. But you said Weaponsmith was not a... No, I didn't say it wasn't a surname. You said it was was a surname. (laughs) And that's all the time we have. Thank you very much, Triana, for your question. I, I think you should really read her question. Did I not read her question? No. We she opened a pub? No. No, that was someone else. 
Oh, oh, sorry. How did you get this gig? <laughs> sorry, Triana. Let me try that again. Hi, Randy. Our paladin has formed a lasting relationship with the gnome lich who is judging the ancient dragon contest that we have become involved with. Ooh. My question is this. Should we inform the white dragon who is forcing us into the contest? Or would it be better to hide the relationship and hope that it doesn't cause problems later down the track? Triana Weaponsmith. Ah, there's a comma not after her, Triana. It's not her surname. It's not her surname. Or is it? it? Might be her surname. It's not not her surname. We how can't would, be sure. How would we know? Should, should we try and answer the question? We shall. So the thing about a dragon contest is that when you're judging an ancient dragon contest, there's only two things to, come, to keep in mind. One of which is how ancient is one dragon and is that other dragon more ancient than the other? So is your white dragon more ancient than this new dragon? And if it's a new dragon in the ancient sense, then yes. I mean, that's one way to look at the question. <laughs> I would think maybe I'm going to focus on your part of the question about whether or not it's better to hide the relationship and hope that it doesn't cause problems later down the, the track. Um, I think I think you really need to be thinking about what's what's right for your heart um, and and maybe kind of how it relates to dragons. I think the real question here is um, what is a gnome lich? I think related somehow to a gnome lich is someone that's related to a weaponsmith somehow. Possibly, but the thing is, like, to be a lich is quite a like a dick thing to do, right? So if you're a gnome and you're also a lich, and if you're related with a paladin, then something's not quite right. And I think I need another drink, Dell. I'm coming to your pub. Um, I would love very much for you to buy me that drink because this question has confused me. But I'm going to answer it, Bracken. Your thoughts. Final thought. My final thoughts are that we should, you should definitely not hide your relationship. You should definitely hide your relationship. Don't, that is Randy's best advice. Don't do it. Done. <laughs> Thank you, Triana. Best of luck. Goodbye. <laughs> These questions are from John Anderson and Grant Robinson. Thanks so much, John and Grant. I hope that helps. If you want to get the kind of excellent, insightful advice Randy has delivered here, send in your questions on email or Twitter or Facebook, or however you like. We can't wait to help you out. Now, let's visit the tavern. You see that old man in the corner, quaffing an ale, smoking his pipe? If you're looking for adventure, he'll have a story for you. When you take a seat at the rumor table, word has reached my ears of a job for adventurers such as you. Brother Brendan, the famed cleric, is an old man now, but he took on one final task. His old adventuring ally, Sir Cain of Karnak, lost a squire to the predations of a Nosferatu. The squire became undead in turn and fell to wickedness and killed many innocent victims in Karnak town. The wily brother Bendon hatched a plan. Soon the town crier announced the arrival of a holy garment weaver who would sell to the townsfolk special bonnets infused with holy symbols to ward off the undead creature. The blood-sucking squire confronted the garment weaver in his wagon only to discover it was brother Brendan himself. Brendan locked the monster in the wagon and set fire to it. 
and the squire perished in the blaze. Now Brother Brendan is looking for brave heroes to hunt down the master vampire and put its bone tower to the torch. Which is to say, the liar crier put the dire squire in the tired friar's attire supplier pyre. If you're for hire, inquire with the friar to put the squire's sire's vampire spire to fire. DMs, if you're brave enough to turn this rumor into an adventure at your table, make sure you let me know. Hi, we're back with another edition of uh, D20 Questions. And um, you may know me, I'm Stephen, uh, Stephen Youngblood. And today we're interviewing uh, Jules. Jules Burgesser. Yep, that's uh, me. So, um, Jules, um, you play a character called um, Matilda. Mascara, Mascara, Stormfire, who yeah. is real name is Matilda Clark, but she hates that name and do not ever mention it. Right, gotcha. Yeah. So you're like a mascara, yeah. in the show for life, gotcha. Yes, cool. Randy doesn't get that, but Stephen totally gets it. Yeah. Um. So if you go ahead and uh, roll a d twenty, we'll ask you a question. Thanks. Thank you. Five. Five. Okay. So the question we're going to ask you today is: If you could have any D and D creature as a buddy in in the real world. What would it be? This is like, I feel like this is just like one of those too soon questions because one of my other characters lost their pet recently and this is a bit real. Oh, what happened? Yeah, no, they fought, they fought some hellhounds and got taken out. It was real bad. Oh, no. Yeah, super bad. Um, it's, like, it's kind of ringing a bell for me. In like in a, weird, in I know. Kind of yeah, yeah, like in this weird other way. Yeah, I just yeah. Don't, do you want to elaborate though? For no. Just, no. no. <laughs> it was a wolf. There we okay, go. Okay, a wolf. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, well, should, um, we, should we move move on to a different question then? No, no, it's all right. It's all right. It's no. real life, buddy. I can do this. <laughs> a real life buddy in the time. real world. It's okay. Take your time. Okay. Yeah. Maybe like a panther. A panther? Yeah. Okay. Because when I'm playing World of Warcraft... Like, I play the druid and I get to turn into the panther, and nice. that's pretty sick. Like, you go into full stealth mode and stuff. I'd quite like to be going along and just, like, you know, going into the bushes and just going full stealth Being and like springing a panther. out on people. I, I don't know. Like, that would terrify me if I saw a panther, both because I'd be like, whoa, that's terrifying. And be like, there's a panther in New Zealand. Like, yeah, what the hell? It'd be amazing. So, me be and cold. my panther friend mm-hmm. can both be in the bushes, just like springing out on people. Oh, you and your panther friend? Yeah, well, I mean, right. it's my you're friend in the real life, right? Like, I'm not just being a panther. Of course. I can pretend I am a panther with a panther. And that'll make it better, right? What better panther teacher is there than a panther? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So, panther. Brilliant. Mm. Well, thanks, Jules. That was very enlightening. Thanks. <laughs> I'm sorry about your wolf friend. Our friends at Fate of Ison also have a live D&D show in the Fringe. Two nights, in fact. The Sunday and Monday right after our show. I'll put a link into those in the show notes. This coming weekend, Saturday the 18th and Sunday the 19th of January, it's Capcom in Wellington. Capcom is New Zealand's awesomest tabletop role-playing game convention. Two days full of all kinds of games. If you're in Wellington, come along, check it out. It's inexpensive and it's welcoming. It's really fun. I will be in the Games on Demand room for most of the weekend, running all sorts of weird games. Jules will also be there running some D&D adventures of her own design. It's going to be a good, good time, and I cannot recommend it enough. Capcom. Coming up on the Diceratops Presents feed is a special episode as we present 
Death Never Blinks. It's an original noir audio show performed in front of a live audience. It's written by and featuring Randy Dwarf himself, Stephen Youngblood. And here is a taste. I don't want you to kill him. I want you to follow him. Find out if he's being unfaithful. I'll believe your fears. 200 pounds. You're good at guesses too, I see. Here you are. 10 fresh 20 pound notes. I'll find your husband, Mrs. Loveridge. And then... I'll kill him. No, do not kill him. Do not kill my husband. All right, no, n- no killing. Penny, take my calls. Somehow. Uh, he works on Lempton Key, you say? Ah, I'll be there in five... Barkeep's Bar, downtown. Five scotches, Barkeep. Coming right up, Dick. That's Death Never Blinks, which you will hear in your feed very, very soon. After that, there's going to be some more D&D shenanigans with Randy's Bunch... So we've got a big 2020 planned. Listen out for it. Thank you for listening to Diceratops Presents. As always, we'd love to hear from you. Send your messaging crows to us with questions and comments and contributions. If you're enjoying the show, please write and review. Even better, tell a friend. We love those recommendations. We love to spread the word. Thanks this week to Jules Bergeser, Christine Brooks and Stephen Youngblood. Our theme music is The Sunday Song by the K1500 Project. Check out their music, link in the show notes. Find us on all the socials at Diceratops NZ. Let the good dice roll.